Get ready for your daily dose of marketing strategies and tactics from entrepreneurs with the guile and experience to help you find success in any marketing capacity. You're listening to Marketing School with your instructors, Neil Patel and Eric Sue. Hey, Marketing School listeners, I have an interesting stat for you. Did you know that Walmart improved their conversion rate by 2% for every second that they improved their load time? In other words, website speed helps with conversions. In addition to that, Google uses it to determine where your site ranks in their index. So the faster your website loads, the higher you'll rank. For that reason, I want to talk to you today about a company called DreamHost. DreamHost powers the web with fast websites and superior customer service brought to you by a team of web experts who are super committed to your success online. We've worked with them to create a special offer just for Marketing School listeners. All you have to do is go to dreamhost.com slash school to learn more and get your website online today. Welcome to another episode of Marketing School. I'm Eric Sue, And I'm Neil Patel. And today we're going to talk about how to improve your mobile conversions. So, First and foremost, you know, Google's changing things up. You know, they have a mobile first index now. You know, I think this is the first year, at least in 2016, that mobile's overtaken desktop. So lots to do around mobile conversions. I think the first thing is on your site. Um, you know, there's a lot of people that use exit pop-ups, pop-ups all over the place. I think uh, with mobiles, you know, mobile conversions or mobile sites, um, you would still have a pop-up, but you're, instead of doing exit intent, you basically show a pop-up after pr- people have visited your site for a certain period of time. Um, Neil, I think your behavior, you might have a different behavior on your site. What are your thoughts around that? Yeah, so with mobile, I don't do pop-ups and stuff like that. The reason being is the screen size is so small that it affects the user experience. In addition to that, you know, as everyone already knows, Google is going after people are using pop-ups and stuff like that aggressively on mobile. And the reason I think that's happening is a lot of people are doing these pop-ups on mobile to get more app installs. If everyone is downloading apps and they're using apps to on their phone instead of Safari or Chrome, what's going to happen to Google's ad revenue? It's going to tank, right? And as the stock analysts say all day long, Google doesn't make as much money from mobile AdWords clicks versus desktop AdWords clicks. So if more people start using mobile, they're not making as much revenue per click versus desktop, which sucks, right? Because eventually they're gonna start seeing uh, their AdWords revenue start tanking. But the big thing to think about with mobile is, what I found is optimize for conversions through the flow. So on mobile, most people like doing really long pages. I found they don't convert as well I found that when you break them up into smaller, shorter pages, like think of like a funnel and have more steps on mobile, people get hooked more and they convert way more. So for example, if I have a homepage, let's say on, I'm making this up, on software company X, Y, and Z, I would shorten up the homepage and then make them go to step two. Step two would have maybe a bit more features. Step three would put in your name and email. Step four would be creating your password. Step five would be pick a plan. Step six would be checkout and pay, right? So I break it up into way more steps, and I found that it converts way better on mobile than if you have fewer steps. Reason being, it's overwhelming, and people don't scroll and read as much. And when they see pages that are too long on mobile from all the studies that we've seen, they leave the site much more quickly because it's overwhelming, and they know they're on a smaller device versus when it's a smaller, shorter page. Yep. And if you're still looking to do um, pop-ups, at least in 2017, there will be an interstitial update in uh, in 2017. 
if you have a takeover that's probably not ideal, you probably want to do something smaller, like a like a little modal instead. Um, you know, if you do want to do the pop up, what I will say is um, there is a company out there called ConvertFlow, and let's say you opted in for something before. So let's call this conversion number one. Uh, let's say you opted in for an, for an SEO ebook. Let's use an SEO ebook as an example. Well, you opted in for an SEO ebook, and then you come back next time. But what you really want people to do is to go to your webinar and end up buying your course. Well, the thing with typical websites is that you're showing the same pop-ups over and over. You're showing the same lead magnets over and over to people that have already converted. Ideally, the people that have taken the first conversion already are going to be shown a different experience. They're going to be shown a different offer instead. And they're likely to convert higher um, if you show them a different type of conversion. So what ConvertFlow does is um, you know, you know can you can hook it in with Infusionsoft, you can hook it in with Drip. There's a lot of different in- integrations out there, but you can show different conversions to people uh, or different types of offers to people. And you know, I talked to the CEO last week, and he was saying that on conversion points two and number three, that's after people have have done the first conversion, uh, the conversion rate is anywhere from fifteen to eighty plus percent. Um, and that's something to consider. You know, Neil talked about, uh, you know, the, the flow for people. And you have to also consider there's a different conversion flow for people um, that have opted in, too. Yeah. The other thing to play around with in mobile, too, especially if content, like if you're doing blog posts. Now, you don't want to put your blog posts on like five different pages, as I mentioned, because for blog posts, then you're going to have different URLs for mobile and then you're going to have different URLs for desktop. Right. Uh, you want to do the AMP stuff because it helps make your pages load faster. But you can still have call to action. So what I do with mobile is I integrate call to actions within like the first few paragraphs of my blog post. And I found that when you do that with mobile, they start clicking away and they can start going to your landing pages that can convert people into paying customers. And it works really well. It's really simple. I usually put it in a yellow box because then it stands out. Uh, and it's not much more than that. Like it's really quick. It's easy. Uh, and usually when they click the yellow box what ends up happening is it pops up uh into like a little modal or technically it's a sentence in a yellow box and you can see that on uh, neilpatel.com if you go to any one of the blog posts then from there a modal pops up and then they continue with the flow and the registration one more thing i would add is on our end for singlegrain.com if you visit our blog on mobile we have a little bar at the bottom um you know saying i think it says get a free consultation or maybe it's an opt-in um, but there is a bar and that it's only for mobile only, and that converts at about 1%. So check that out. Um, you can just add something just for mobile only for whatever offer that you have. Uh, that way it's not really overbearing on, on the screen. But Neil, anything else to add before we hop off? Yeah, the last thing is any pop-ups, models, et cetera, that you do, make sure it doesn't take up more than like uh, conservatively like 30 40% of the screen. I would say 30% or lower. Because eventually you'll get penalized by Google if it starts taking up too much of the screen. And then for those of you that are wondering, I, I think uh, Google did add specifics as to what they're looking for. I, I think if you just uh, literally do a search for uh, Google interstitial penalty, um, you should be able to find some information around that and prepare for 2017. So with that being said, that's it for today's episode of Marking School. Let us know what you think. Keep coming to us with topic ideas. I think today, um, before I went to Neil, I think... I gave him 40 or 50 topic ideas, and that's from you guys. So keep coming with the topic ideas. We really appreciate it. This session of Marketing School has come to a close. Be sure to subscribe for more daily marketing strategies and tactics to help you find the success you've always dreamed of. And don't forget to rate and review so we can continue to bring you the best daily content possible. We'll see you in class tomorrow right here on Marketing School.